Episode 9 of Apple TV's For All Mankind Season 4 brought us a lot of drama and also a lot of build-up towards a Season 4 finale. How was it? Let's talk about it, but first... Let us begin. Cheers, everybody. Welcome to Bruce Stilled. I'm your host, Brandon, and for this episode of Bruce Stilled, I'll be recapping episode 9 of Apple TV's For All Mankind, the fourth season. For this episode, we saw the build-up for the finale of season 4, and I definitely do believe a lot will happen in the final episode of season 4 based on what we saw in this episode, which was a major build-up with a lot of storyline development and also lingering loose ends that also need resolution. Before I begin, though, what beer am I pairing for this episode of Bruce Stilled and for Apple TV's episode 9 of season 4? But well, that beer comes to us from New York City. City, and it's called Even More Psychopathic from Evil Twin Brewing Company in New York City. Even More Psychopathic is an English-style barley wine with an excellent flavor and also perfect for the winter season. It comes in a 16-ounce can. The flavors contain a mild sweetness with flavors of stone fruit and roasted malts. For the appearance, it's nice and dark with a nice foamy head on top that lingers for quite a while. I love this flavor. It's an easy-drinking barley wine that's almost a session-style beer. It's that easy to drink with a nice smooth flavor. For the ABV, it comes out at 13%. But also, it doesn't feel that way, given the sweetness and the nice flavors of this excellent barley wine from Evil Twin Brewing Company in New York City. Should you find this excellent barley wine, and you love barley wines and darker beers for winter season, definitely check it out. And that beer is called Even More Psychopathic from Evil Twin Brewing Company in New York City. Definitely do check it out. Okay, so here we go with a recap of Apple TV's For All Mankind, episode 9 from the fourth season. If you've not seen the show, and you want to watch a show, do not proceed forward because there will be spoilers. Ready? Well, here we go. Episode 9 of Apple TV's For All Mankind opens up with the aftermath from Episode 8. We see Sam on the Ranger spacecraft looking to switch out the Discriminator box, and she does that very covertly in a way that no one notices. At first, there is some suspense, and also my theory about Sam being part of the CIA is also proven wrong in this scene. Through a very covert tactic, Sam sabotages the Discriminator box on the Ranger spacecraft and replaces it with a different one, by getting the one that they needed for Dev and Ed and their crew in order to control the movements of the Ranger spacecraft to seal the asteroid and keep it in Mars orbit. Is a really not too suspenseful scene. I thought it'd be different actually, but also very well done as well as Sam had to get this box for Ed and Dev and their crew. And also, as part of the opening, Kelly and Dev talk on Mars about Kelly's research for Kelly's project to find life on Mars. But Kelly also notices that Dev and Ed have been talking a lot lately and she's also very suspicious about this. She sees Dev leave and Dev Dev tells her he's going to go find Ed, and Kelly talks to Dev about this by saying, why are they talking because she knows they have a very negative history with one another, and Dev tells Kelly that Ed is part of the Asteroid Project, where Kelly is also very surprised by this, as she also tells Dev that she hasn't talked to Ed in several days. Kelly no doubt is also very suspicious about this, but Dev does assure Kelly that Ed is a very valuable part of his team to get the Asteroid, and also tells Kelly it's not too late for her and Ed to have a very good relationship, as Dev tells Kelly that Dev never had a good positive talk with his father before his father died. But also when Dev leaves, Kelly's also very suspicious about Dev and Ed and what they're up to. And also part of the opening as well, Ed and Miles are trying to get Lee for help in order to help them with their asteroid recovery operation by trying to recruit Lee in order to use North Korean surveillance to spy on NASA in order to help Ed and Dev and their operation. At first, Lee is very skeptical about this, and then Lee asks Miles about his wife and turns to get his wife on Mars. At first, you would think that Miles has better information on this because 
he's in charge of the black market operation, but he gives Lee the very same explanation that Elia gave to Lee by saying, it's not that simple. Now I do wonder, was Miles lying to Lee about this? Because I don't think Miles really has that much control by getting Lee's wife on Mars. But despite this though, Lee does agree to help because I definitely do believe that Lee wants out of North Korea and he's also getting more desperate as time is running out. But also Lee does want his wife on Mars as well. And I do wonder just how much power and influence does Miles actually have to make that happen. Something tells me he has none. Going back to Dev and Ed and their crew, they see Sam was successful in switching out to the Discriminator box on the Ranger spacecraft and they now have control of the movements of the Ranger spacecraft to move the asteroid to Mars orbit without NASA and the Mars 7 Nations charter knowledge about this operation. It's a really smooth operation and I see Dev and Ed are happy about this but also could something be happening that will also be an obstacle in this operation because so far Dev and Ed they have the upper hand and no one knows or control the Ranger spacecraft and its movements. But I can't help but think their obstacles have yet to come to also hinder and also jeopardize this very covert operation. Going back to NASA, back at NASA, Elida and also Eli are negotiating about the operation to get the asteroid and we see funding issues about this because Elida does ask Eli about the payments to go to Helios to recover the asteroid. Eli avoids the talk and walks out of the room, showing that the United States government and the Mars 7 nations probably don't have enough money to succeed in order to get this asteroid and to pay Helios the money that is needed to recover this asteroid. Elida is also frustrated as she talks to Margo. Margo tries to give another code to Elida to give to Sergei and Elida tells Margo she no longer wants to do that, but Margo is able to convince Elida that Sergei knows about coordinates and also has knowledge to help get this asteroid that Margo and Elida do not have. Reluctantly, Elida does agree and he later meet over at Elida's house where Sergei is waiting for them. Apparently Sergei has been hanging around in Houston and I do wonder how was Sergei able to hide in Houston without being caught? More on that later because it's not that simple and a major obstacle is coming towards Margo about this. We then see Elida and Margo go back to Elida's house for a meeting that also includes Sergei. Sergei tells both Margo and Elida that bringing the asteroid to Earth orbit is a very bad idea. He tells them that once they do that, Moscow such as the Russians will abandon the Mars 7 charter and also abandon Mars completely and also tells the United States and the other Mars 7 nations will do the exact same thing, leaving Mars as an isolated and probably even wasteland in outer space. That once this asteroid gets to Earth orbit, it'll also end the entire Mars operation. At first we're skeptical about this, but Sergei does tell that the Soviet Union has no interest in being on Mars, that they're actually out for profit, and this asteroid coming to Earth orbit is also more trouble than it is worth. Now this tells me that Dev and Ed are also probably in the right about keeping this asteroid in Mars orbit because Sergei, even though he's not part of their operations, is also backing up their claim for when it comes to Ed and Dev and their quest to capture this asteroid. Sergei and Margo talk at Elida's house, and where Sergei has an idea that he tells Margo that Sergei and Margo can disappear and run away together to Brazil to join the Brazilian government and also work for their space program through a connection that Sergei has in the Brazilian government. In order to do this though, Margo and Sergei have to leave the United States and go into hiding practically and also be under protection of the Brazilian government in order to help their space program. It's a whole new life for Margo and Sergei based on Sergei's idea and also life they wanted to have back in season 3 but that never happened given the events and also through Margo's actions. Margo is also very hesitant about this but Sergei assures her it's a solid operation and also a new chance for them to be together finally and also start a whole new life in a different country and a whole new space program. Going back to Mars, we go to North Korea inside the Helios base on Mars, showing they have their own unique espionage operation as they're spying on NASA and also the 
the entire Mars 7 Charter Nations from their own spying facility on Mars. Something happens, it where screens on their TVs go blurry, and their commander discovers a bugging device on their cameras, the very same one that Lee installed to help Dev and Ed spy on NASA. Soon after, the North Korean commander accompanied by Lee go to Danielle over to Mars base, and protest what happened with the bugging device, although Lee is also part of the entire operation. Eventually, Miles' name gets mentioned, and Daniel does get very suspicious about this. Soon after, Daniel orders an investigation on the base to investigate missing and stolen equipment. So, based on his accidental discovery on the North Korean side of the base, we're starting to see Ed and Dev's operation get slowly uncovered and will probably face challenges, assuming that NASA gets to the bottom of what is going on with Ed and Dev. Going back to Danielle and her story arc for this episode, she has a very moving moment at night, and where she shares a video with her stepson who's also soon to be a father, and Danielle will soon be a grandmother. It's a very moving scene and probably even showing that Danielle's time on the series is probably coming to an end, but also I can't imagine a series without Danielle in a potential season 5. The scene is very moving because we see Danielle start to come to terms with her age and also where she is now in her life. She then expresses her only regret to her stepson in the video that her only regret is not being there when he was born and also she says she'll be an excellent grandmother towards her upcoming grandchild. A very moving scene and also very powerful as well by showing Danielle coming to terms with a new chapter in her life but also embracing it at the same time. Sadly I'm starting to think that Danielle's time in the series is probably coming to an end in terms of being a regular cast member. Time will tell but something tells me that Danielle's time in the series is coming to a conclusion. Something I have a hard time dealing with. The following day Eli sees a video from Danielle where Daniel reports the bugging device on the North Korean side of the Heliospace and Eli begins to see that there's also something very suspicious going on on the Mars base by seeing potential sabotage against a Ranger spacecraft even though Dev and Ed are not sabotaging they're only securing the asteroid for their own benefit. Eventually Eli has a call with Roscosmos, Irina and also fellow NASA staff members and begins to see there's also something going on on Mars they have to address. What he don't know is is Dev and Ed and her secret operation. Because of this we do see the KGB and CIA spies activate on Mars as Daniel does instruct them to find the saboteurs on the Mars base. Eventually martial law is once again declared on the Helio space as several members for the paramilitary force are searching for stolen electronic devices at several Helios crew members but nothing is also found. But also they know Miles is also part of the operation or they suspect so. The CIA and the KGB operative call Miles in for repair but he's soon trapped in their room and also interrogated. They try to get information from Miles but Miles doesn't relent because of Miles staying strong and not giving information the KGB spy and the CIA spy begin to torture Miles and I start to wonder will Miles give up the operation because we don't see the end of this interrogation tactic in this episode. For Ed and Kelly they have a very one-on-one -on -one personal conversation and where Ed tells Kelly his fears on aging and why he feels that Mars is where he needs to be and also stay for the rest of his life. For Ed and Kelly this is also a very significant conversation because Ed opens up. He talks about his past with Gordo and also how things did not go well for Gordo and why Ed does not want to follow down that path. Ed does show his vulnerabilities in this moment and they come to better understand 
understanding. The thing is though, Kelly doesn't know what Ed and Dev are up to, and she does ask Ed, but we don't know if Ed does tell Kelly what he and Dev are up to. To make things more complicated, the North Korean commander on Helios base goes on his own operation. He begins to investigate what's going on with the secret operation because he knows something is up, but also doesn't know what it is. For me personally, I think there's more to this North Korean operation of ECI, as even though their operation for espionage got discovered by Danielle, there is more to it, and I think the reason North Koreans are on Mars as part of Helios base is to gather sensitive information, and as Mars commander for North Korea goes his own mission to find out what it is, he eventually finds the secret control room for Dev and Ed, and before he can do anything else, he gets ambushed by Lee, and discovers that Lee is also part of the operation. Lee is also shocked, and he struggles for quite a bit until Lee is forced to kill his own comrade, making things much more complicated for Lee on Mars and for Dev and Ed's operation. Going back to Earth, we see Margo and Sergei part ways. Sergei goes back to his hotel, and Margo goes back to her own hotel as well. They each have their own unique hamburger, Margo at the hotel, and Sergei with a Big Mac from McDonald's. We see both scenes play out identically with background music, and before Sergei can enjoy his Big Mac, he is shot in the head and killed by an unknown assassin who I definitely do believe is from the KGB. The KGB assassin then places the pistol in Sergei's hand, making it look like the Sergei committed suicide and leaves the room. As for Margot, she's looking up information about Brazil's space program, thinking that her and Sergei have a future in Brazil, but she doesn't know that Sergei was killed by a KGB assassin. And that's how the episode ends. So, just one episode remains in Apple TV's For All Mankind Season 4. For this episode, we saw the building up towards the finale which occurred next week, and a lot needs to be addressed, and I wonder just how the writers and creators address the loose ends for the Season 4 finale. For this episode, there are definitely a lot of questions. My first one is, how did the KGB find Sergei? Well, when you think about it, it really isn't that difficult. I mean, Margo's always being trailed and followed by a KGB bodyguard. She always claimed she was able to slip away, but also this is the KGB, and it's really not that simple. I definitely do believe that Margo is always followed by the KGB, and they find out about Sergei, and I think Irina probably ordered Sergei's execution in this episode. I mean, Irina always had a grudge against Sergei, and from finding out that Sergei was alive and well in the United States and also working with Margot, there is no doubt that Arena would want him executed and killed off to stop him from working with Margot and probably disappearing together to start a whole new life and away from Arena's grasp. So I think the KGB finding Sergei really wasn't that difficult and Margot also wasn't that skilled with getting away from their surveillance. But also, how will Sergei's death impact Margot and her storyline? Will Margot still find a way to get to Brazil and if so, how will she do that? Or or Margot face a much more dire fate and stay in the United States and face justice and repercussions from her actions in Season 3. That there seems more likely for Margot and Brazil also just remain a what-if scenario if Sergei would have survived. Because I definitely do believe that Sergei's death will have major repercussions for Margot and also for the ending of Season 4 because he had knowledge that Margot and Elena needed and now Sergei is gone. So that will have a major impact on Margot and also for remaining Season 4 storyline. And also for Lee, is Lee looking to defect away from North Korea and also start a whole new life potentially in the United States? I think that there is Lee's goal and that is why he wants his wife out of North Korea. But also, Miles can't deliver on his promise. It was Miles always lying to Lee about helping him get his wife out of North Korea. I don't think Miles has those connections to be honest. But why would Miles do that at the same time? And why did Lee trust Miles for so long? That also remains to be one of the loose ends in the storyline for season 4. But also, I always 
speculated that Lee wanted to defect, and I still think he wants to do that. The question is, can Lee find a way to do that because right now Lee has no other options right now, given how this episode ended and how Lee killed the North Korean commander on Mars, which places Lee in a very difficult spot. So given what Lee did at the end of this episode, he has a choice but to get off Mars and back to the United States to defect because he can't go back to North Korea because they're definitely going to be very pissed off at what he did to the commander on Mars from North Korea. The thing is though, can he get his wife on Mars or can he not do that? I don't know, but that also needs to be answered in the season 4 finale. For more on the North Korean side and the Mars base, is there more to their espionage operation that meets the eye or would that there also be a remaining mystery in season 4 and for the series? I hope we get more details on that because I definitely do believe there is more to North Korean espionage operation at Mars than we have yet to see. For Ed and Danielle, will this be their final season in the series? So far I don't know and I hope not because I love their characters and hope they stay for season 5, but so far it seems that all signs are pointing for their departure from the series and they won't be in season 5, but so far we don't know yet what happens for the characters in the season 4 storyline and we'll likely get our answer in the season 4 finale. So far the characters are going in different directions in their careers. For Ed, he wants to stay on Mars for the rest of his life, he doesn't want to go back to Earth, and for Danielle, she's going to be a grandmother to her stepson, and that there is also going to probably place her back on Earth most likely, and she'll probably never go back to outer space once that new chapter unfolds. But also, for season 5, is there a place for Ed and Danielle? I think there is, but probably not as many characters for the season 5 storyline, assuming there will be a season 5. But I can't help but think saying goodbye to them is going to be that easy. I mean, I love Ed, I love Danielle and their characters, they've done well in seasons 1, 2, 3, and also for season 4, so seeing them leave the series, I just can't comprehend it right now, and it'll also be very painful to say goodbye to them from the series. So, we'll see what happens in the season 4 finale, and what happens for the characters and their future with the series, but also, it seems, they're probably on their way out. Also, for the finale, will Dev and Ed come to blows with NASA and the Mars 7 nations given his asteroid recovery? Just how will that end? Will Dev and Ed succeed, or will this asteroid operation recovery become a major disaster? I don't know, but we definitely do know there will be drama and tensions on Mars and also back on Earth. And for my final question, how does it all end for beloved characters? What happens to Margot? What happens to Ed? What happens to Danielle? For Miles, will Miles get in trouble for his black market operation? And also, how will the asteroid operation play out? And will Dev also face repercussions for how he's doing his operation? And will the Soviet Union face repercussions for their actions along with the North Korean spy ring on Mars. These are all mysteries, storylines, and loose ends for the season 4 finale because there's a lot that has to be resolved and I do wonder just how it all play out and how all these questions get answered along with what becomes of the characters from season 4. We'll find out next week in the season 4 finale for Apple TV's For All Mankind. For now though, that should do it for me to step to the Stilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast and please rate this podcast on your Zard Podcast directory as feedback is always appreciated. Please stay tuned for a recap of Apple TV's For All Mankind, the season 4 finale, guest interviews, coverage, a 2023 NFL season through the house on Barty, craft beer content, and other topics of interest. Also check out this podcast over on Instagram at Bruce Hill Podcast over on Instagram. Please do enjoy this good beer, bourbon, whiskey on this winter season. I'm your host Brandon, thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time. And until then, be brewed, and be the sealed folks. Cheers. Cheers.